0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's alive! Reynolds! Reynolds! You can not take me! super coach and fantasy sports show you are now listening to the insight fantasy sports podcast
1: Hey yes, guys welcome back to another episode of 10 List Tuesday a very special one with the buyers now upon us on the insight fantasy sports podcast we're going to talk about all things around 13 for an hour old super coach, proudly sponsored by the standard squeeze i am your host the super coach brain and i'm joined as always by my co-host the super coach matrix maddie round 13 we've been thinking about it for weeks and weeks we've been planning <laughs> for it uh any spanners in the works now that teams Abs- have dropped
2: absolute carnage on sunday oh on monday morning as soon as that team started getting leaked i was like oh i've got hudson young I currently have 10 players and then it sort of come out that, that Ponger had been called and, you know, he's not the fullback anymore. We've got Reese Walsh, deservedly so, I think so. But still, yeah, a bit of carnage to the old Supercoach team because, you know, we always tried to try to toe the line leading up to round 13. We want the best players that might not be playing origin. And, uh, yeah, I've got caught out a couple of times.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not unrecoverable though, right? I mean, you've, we've kind of spoken off air a little bit and you're talking about the fact that, you know, you, there's a couple of moves that you can make that are relatively good moves um, that y- your team still looks good. It just means you have to burn a couple of extra trades that you didn't plan. That's all. So not the end yeah, of the exactly. world. Um, Guys, thanks for hopping on. Steve, how are you, mate? Um, Anybody else? James, how are you, man? Good to have you on. Um, Drop your questions, guys, for round 13. It is the first major buy. We've been talking about it for weeks. We've been all of our trade plans and moves in our head have been leading us towards round 13 leading us towards the buy period and uh now we know exactly what those teams or not quite exactly but we know what those teams are going to look like to a certain extent so we can start to plan our moves uh before we talk about all things round 13 please support the show if you're watching us on youtube please hit subscribe below Um, Just the one click of a button. Hit the like as well if you like the content. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify after the fact, please hit follow and leave us a review so that we can reach more people. We would really (laughs) appreciate it. Here he is. Sam as well is going to get a mention here very quickly. Um, Humongous. Coach of Humongous. He's hopping on the pod. Uh, Pretty serious effort coming first in the league at the moment, in the uh, Insight Fantasy Sports League. So congrats, Sam. Hopefully you can hold that lead, mate. I'm coming for you though. (laughs) I'm going to try my best (laughs) Um, guys. Yeah. Drop your questions. If you have any, we'll answer them throughout the show. It is going to be a question heavy show. I think obviously we'll talk about all the big ins and outs, super coach, relevant ins and outs. We'll talk through the most bought and sold players as we normally do. We'll talk about the origin teams as well in this one, I think, because there's going to be a fair bit of relevance towards how that affects our super coach teams. So we'll quickly mention our thoughts on some of the smokies and some of the bolters. Um, And we'll also talk through our trades and captain's thoughts as well. And I'm assuming, Maddie, you're going to talk about whether you pick Tessie New or Cody Nicarima this week.
2: It's a big decision and I'll
1: wait till trade talks. Haven't had a gut full of beers either. So it's probably going to be an easier conversation for us. That was fun. We enjoyed ourselves. Um, How'd you go last week? Now that rankings are out, how'd you finish up?
2: Yeah, so 1241, I was hoping uh, it would update a bit better, but I had some guys that, you know, had some points taken away, um, had a bit of a boost in some spots. Down 547 spots, um, just out of the top 14,000 now. Um, So, yeah, look, sort of held rank without making any big mistakes, but we all know... You know, there's some guys in the top 20 that, uh, yeah, might only be fielding, you know, five players this week. So this is where we make our big move. That was always the plan. Hold ground, um, pick a good team to start, um, and, yeah, make make our move now.
1: I saw, um for anybody who's an SC Playbook listener, I mean, the guys over there do some great work. Um, I'm a subscriber to their content. It's quality. And uh, I noticed Adam he put a stat up saying that the team that's in seventh overall this week, has three active players before trades. So mm-hmm. it could be a massive moving week. For a lot of these people that went hard on trades to try and keep their top 100 rank, they could slip very, very quickly in a bit of carnage this week. So, uh, And Jackson, I am feeling very horny as, as a owner. <laughs> so i uh, feeling pretty good about that one. G'day, Mark. How are you, mate? Thanks for hopping on. Um, I finished with 1264. I only went down 56 spots. So basically went nowhere. I'm sitting 9,026 at the moment. So... I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest. I think I was 29,000th or something, maybe like around five or six. So I've managed to make up a fair bit of ground. Actually, we both have really. So um, hopefully the next seven weeks and our buy planning and, and everything comes to fruition and we shoot up the rankings into the top one thousand. That would be nice. Um, guys, if you have never heard of or seen anything to do with the standard squeeze, make sure to go and check out thestandardsqueeze.com and use the code INSIGHT15. maddie has got his standard squeeze there where it, pours the thir- perfect 30 mil shot that you can pour straight in if you're going to have a drive or whatever you know you need to drive a little bit later you can see on the screen there he's just filled up the chamber 30 mil very easy to do um and also you don't have to carry around real heavy bottles either uh, you got basketball later you better you better uh, watch yourself there um, but um on a serious note if you're going fishing or camping or anything where you know glass bottles get broken um, so pop your pop your alcohol, pop your drink in there, and, and you're, you're safe as houses. So, um, mate, squeeze of the week winner from last week goes to David, coach of Sticky Limes, scored a fourteen seventy four, ripper score. Um, so, congratulations, David, you win the squeeze of the week, mate. You win a cocktail pack from the Standard Squeeze. So please reach out to us on social media, wherever it is you follow us. Send us a message. We'll grab your address and get the Standard Squeeze cocktail pack sent out to you. Congrats. And like I mentioned, there is a change of leader in the group, Sam, uh, coach of Hugh Mungus, in first at the moment, currently sitting 84th overall as well. Very impressive. Good spot to be. And hopefully plenty of buy prep and, and thinking forward, I guess, from that position could have you really contesting for that 50K come round 20. Um, and then obviously close behind is Liam, coach of filmaballs got a few mentions on the pod the last few weeks. And Tim, coach of Lane Trainer, very close behind in second and third in the league. So congrats to those guys. Um Let's talk ins and outs, Matty. I, I know you really haven't. I mean, we've both been working, so it's uh, been a, a bit of a tricky time trying to kind of get our heads around teams before we hopped on. We're on a little bit earlier today, but yeah. Um, Dolphins, Dragons, mate. I mean, we, first of all, we've only got five games this weekend, so it's yep. not your normal eight-game slate. It's uh, It's only five. You know what I'm loving, though, that they're still playing a game on Thursday night. Because they yeah. could have easily just gone, uh, we'll, we'll scrap the Thursday and we'll just do your Friday, Saturday, Sunday stack. But they stuck with this Thursday night, and I love them for it.
2: So, yeah, um, I do. I do love a Thursday night game. But yeah, looking at the Dolphins and the Dragons, like you've only got, I believe Benny Hunt from the Dragons to drop out. Yeah, and you've and you've got Tommy Tommy Gilbert and Hammer for the uh, for the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a bit of movement. I mean, there's a bit of movement in every single team. So, um, we will dissect that. I mean, Mark Nichols is back into this squad. I don't, I mean, I'm not quite sure how relevant that is, but he's a relatively cheap front row forward option, I think, from memory. So, uh, he, Tommy Gilbert's outright. And then uh, Felice Cafusi suspended. So, yep. Pretty interesting. Uh, Valtavare. He's on the yeah. bench in the 17 yeah, jersey. Week. Bit of a weird one. I'm not quite sure how to play that. I think maybe they, I mean, is UN8 can still. A little bit injured, are they keeping him there to kind of fill a gap? I'm not quite sure. But if you're a mean yeah. you'd be stoked.
2: Yeah, you'd be stoked just to see him get some minutes. He's got like a minus 56 break even or something along those lines. So, yeah, any, any minutes are probably going to lead to some, I suppose, some cash generation. Um, yeah, just getting an extra number for this week. You know, you probably want to have 14 just in case he ends up playing playing 10 minutes towards the end of the game or something and, and scores you a four or five. But, yeah, great for cash generation. Not so good for the points this week, I don't think, unless he comes on and score a uh, a meat pie, I think.
1: Yeah, he won't gain cash this week as well. It's only game two. So, yep. uh, but, I mean, it'll set up. But he's him getting up.
2: closer to that third. Yeah. He is for sure. So it's
1: getting it's getting very close. But so- good for owners. Gets us a little so, bit closer to bring them into our teams too.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know if we're gonna cover most bought most owned, because we'll probably cover them as we go along. But Cody Nikarima playing fullback, um, Milford and Katoa in the halves. Uh, yeah, it just looks like they're just finding a way to keep, you know, the team as normal as possible. And yeah, just going with, you know, I thought they might have moved a Sarko back or something like that. Um, but yeah, just move your utility around uh much like the dragons usually do with a Moses and buy or something like that. And uh yeah, just roll with it.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm stoked that uh, Isaiah Katoa is still there. This, uh yeah. you know, Cody Nikorima to fullback for hammer has saved our ass big time. I think, because I think Isaiah Katoa is one bad game away from spending some time in resis.
2: So I actually I thought mean, there was a better chance of Milford going to fullback than Nicarima, but Hey, that, Tells you how much I know.
1: But I think Milford's a little bit older now. Like back in the day, yeah, great fullback, but yep. probably doesn't have the fitness in him, does he, these days? I mean he was barely fit enough to run around in the six, let alone the one. <laughs> so it's a pretty yeah, kind of well, running intense. He's been playing for
2: the Capras he's been playing for the Capras all year, so Yeah, that's right. Exactly.
1: But otherwise, I mean, not really too much relevance from a Dolphins perspective. Jack Bird, though, back in the team, he comes in into the second row and then Jack DeBellin's been shifted back to lock with the Molo brothers now at prop, Francis and Michael Molo in the 8 and 10 Mm -hmm. jersey for Dragons. Um, And and I guess the only other relevant thing would be for anybody who went Jaden Sullivan a couple of weeks ago as a bit of a hooker downgrade, he starts in the halves now with Ben Hunt out. Yep. So good for for Sullivan owners. But obviously, a lot of moves, I think, maybe the questions are going to be coming this week. Uh, Should I grab this player or the X player or Y player or Z player because they're named this week? Do not fall into the trap of looking at guys that are going to play one week and then go back to being an AE nightmare for you. There's a lot of those guys in these teams that we'll talk about today when we talk about these teams.
2: Yeah, I think if you add a bloke, you're probably want them to drop out of the team completely when the origin guys come back if that's your result i'm probably going to more look at that towards the later buy rounds than the first buy round but yeah i have had some uh messages in twitter and stuff just asking you know who do who do i think is going to drop out after this buy period so we'll try and cover that as well
1: yeah yeah for sure um Let's move on to the second game, real quick. Eels Cowboys. Now, uh, I guess I I've already had a question on Facebook. I think it might have been Twitter on this one. Um, Joe Offerhangow, he's come straight into starting prop for the Eels. <laughs> been order, he's been released immediately, which uh, was supposed to happen last week, but I think the Tigers held on to him because of uh, a little bit of injury carnage late last week. And, yep. and he played a cracker of a game to finish off his West Tigers career. So good on him. Um, yep. Good. I, I mean, is a he 40? an option?
2: Break even of 40, 420K. Look, I'm probably going to wait to see his role in this team. And, of course, there's plenty of guys away for origin. But there's worse options. I'm not going to yeah, go man. this early. I'm looking to spend primo to make my move through this period. Um, but, yeah, if you can't afford anybody else, if you can't afford a Jermaine Hopgood or something like that, you can do way worse than Jello.
1: Yeah, I was going to actually say, like, if you're not in the Hopgood camp and you, you've – missed out on, I think he's 650K or something like that now. So if you don't want to go and spend that kind of money and you're looking for someone like a Preston or a, a Dory, uh, not a Dory, a, um, why does he escape my mind? Penrith, Hosking. If you're oh, looking yeah. for a Hosking downgrade or something like that, I mean, there's way worse options than Joao. Um, and, and I don't know about his role, but Wieramu Greg seems to be the guy that will go back to the bench before Joao does. And then obviously he's, you've got Junior Polo that's going to be playing Origin 13, 16, 19, um, and that, so I would probably see Joe o maybe starting prop for as long as Regan Campbell Gillard is out, which is at least another, probably what, three, four weeks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: Um, and you've got Paolo out.
2: He could be a good play until round 20 at 400 K and finish it 540, 550 K and you flick him on afterwards.
1: <clears throat> yep. Yep. I like it. Um, I'll tell you what I'm stoked about. I mentioned it earlier. Matty Dory <laughs> back in the side, back from the dead, the undertaker, Matt Dory, straight back in, starts on an edge. Uh, we're very blessed with Andrew Davey going down with a HIA, which means he misses this week. Oh, man, I couldn't be happier. I mean, look, if he was on the bench, that'd be very annoying. But the fact that he's got a 50 break even, I think, and I've been looking at that 50 break even for about a month going, shit, when this guy comes back off the bench, he's going to bleed some serious coin. And I reckon he could cover it this weekend if he gets the minutes, because when you look at the yeah. makeup of the bench, they have got Brendan Hands on the bench, uh, Makahesi Makatoa will play through the middle. Obviously, I actually haven't seen too much from Luca Moretti, um, so I wouldn't be able to comment on him. But and then Ogden as well, um, they're pretty heavy through the middle, because it looks like they're
2: quite weak in, yeah through the middle of the field. Um, oh, I think Hopgood could play close to eighty minutes. He could yep. be sensational. Um, yep. If you yeah, like looking looking at Steve's comment, is Hop good at seven hundred k too steep to bring in even for the origin period? No, I don't know if there's a price enough. He could be the reincarnation of David Fafita through this period. He's just looked so good. He's gonna get the minutes. I moved him on at five hundred and forty k due to the fact that I thought his minutes were gonna drop. And you know what? Through this origin period, it is smooth sailing. He could you could actually make money at. 674k, you could, yeah. I've, I've been a
1: hop holder the whole time, so very happy about that. Um, anything else here in this eels lineup that you see? Obviously, no Madison, no Andrew Davy. Madison looks like he's going to be out for six to eight weeks with that calf injury, not good for, yep. for owners there. He's a definite sell, get rid of him because you know, and that's a
2: massive to... reason I'm looking at Hopgood like yep. now. I moved him because of his job security, probably minute security more than anything. I didn't think that he'd drop out of the side or anything, but the, you know, the Red Sea is parted. You've got this absolute super coach relevant God there at 674K. Um, yeah, I think you just have to get him. Yeah, I think I'm going to say He could be bait, my must-have this week. He's probably the biggest must-have for me this week.
1: Yeah, cool. Let's see if the uh, most bought and sold agrees with you. Could be close. Yeah. Um, now for the Cowboys, now the the origin players being Val Holmes, Murray Tuolungi, Ruben Cotter, Tommy Dearden, all in camp. Uh, this means that Jake Granville <laughs> starts at lock. Uh, Jason Taumalolo's in the reserves, so he could easily come back. And I think it was rumored that he was going to be coming back this week. So uh, he'll probably come back in. That means maybe Granville shifts somewhere else. God knows. They'll find a bloody position in the starting team for him, play him anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Griffin Neem comes back. For the Cowboys as well, so I know I know a few people jumped on Griffin' name. A few, meaning probably like less than a thousand, but I know that if you yep. if you are one of those people, you'd be you'd be pretty happy. He's come back right at the right time. But Cowboys, yep. I guess, have been a big target, Maddie, for um for round thirteen. Everybody's been looking at the Cowboys, considering they've got a really nice buy. Um,
2: yeah, they've, and they've had this golden draw that I'm super excited to talk about again for a little bit longer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? I mean, off the back of this Tigers' loss, I. I don't even know if it's a joke anymore. Like it's I not, don't even know if it's like a joke. it's it's gone. It's
2: it's so far gone. Um, Cowboys are trash. Um, i think maybe I'm happy with Robson because he's playing some. I suppose some he's going to make a lot of tackles. They're doing a lot of defense. Um, Val Holmes is as much of a sell through this period as anyone, and I'm not looking to add anybody on this Cowboys team.
1: I'm looking at one, Um, so I'll explain that very soon when we start speaking about bought and sold. Uh, Let's move on. Warriors-Broncos, Luke Metcalf comes back in after that uh, hamstring injury that he's been rehabbing since preseason. so good to see him get a crack. Uh, He comes in at 5'8 to partner Sean – no, am I – what am I missing here? Pretty sure I'm not missing Sean Johnson in this lineup, am I?
2: No, Sean Johnson's there at seven. No, stress, yeah, good.
1: Man. Okay, good, good. Um, because I, I swear I read something around the fact that, um, what's the other young fella, the 5'8 Ronald Volkman, was was playing yeah. somewhere, but all good. Um, he's in know, the reserves, yeah, cool. Um, I'm excited for Metcalf, He quality young player, um, massive raps on him, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. Uh, Jackson Ford comes back in starting edge and Wade Egan is, is out for Freddie Lusick this week as well. So anybody who held Egan for the buy, would be pretty pissed off with that one, but
2: yep. um, yeah. Un- yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty warriors heavy. So I'm really hoping even against my Broncos and I think that they'll be okay. Um, mm-hmm. That they go. All right. Like I'm looking at blokes, like I've got CNK, i I've got Jackson Ford. Um, and I'm looking at ads, some blokes from the warriors. I think that they will be, a really good side through the origin period so keep that in mind um obviously being from new zealander that they have a few uh a few brews there and uh yeah they obviously cannot get selected for origin so yeah i'm i've always looked at the warriors over the bye period and i'm excited that the warriors are playing really good footy
1: you, you forgot tohu so we've got a bolter bet on mate was that convenient for you or
2: I didn't mention him, um, and I noticed Steve saying that. Uh, he could be in my uh, trade plans this week. I don't yeah. own him at the moment. It was a tactical
1: little leave-out for the content later, maybe. <laughs> um, let's talk Broncos. Yeah, to me though. Yeah, Tristan Saylor comes in at fullback. That'll be interesting to see how he goes. And Dean Mariner on the wing. So they replace uh, Reese Walsh and Selwyn Cobbo, who are in origin camp. Um, Palisea and Jensen are starting props this week for Haas and Flegler. And then you've got Heatherington, Yeah. In yep. at lock for carrying, uh, for Carrigan and Pierre onto the bench too. Fuck me. there's a lot of moving parts here.
2: I um, mean, yeah. And I'm excited to see, uh, Willison and Pierre play. I honestly thought, And maybe there's just not the excitement there now with Herbie moving on next year. Herbie's expressed that he wants to be a fullback. I thought that they would give him a shot, um, but maybe just saying that he's playing for the Dolphins next year, they're just going to give, you know, give a young gun a run. And if you are looking at some blokes that you hope will drop out after the bye period, Tristan Saylor's one of them. Yeah, absolutely. He could be the perfect nuff. So yep.
1: if you're looking for enough, I mean, personally, I'm not looking for enough. And when we say enough, uh, a player that comes in, plays your buy rounds and then completely disappears out of the squad. So they don't become an AE nightmare. So uh, you're so going to be looking for those people at the end around maybe 18 to 20 rather than that. And I don't
2: think there's too many chance, like Tristan Saylor will never come off the bench. He's not a utility. Uh, probably won't ever come into the centers or the wing. He's a genuine fullback.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, Rabido's Raiders mate, Campbell Graham's been named a um, bit of controversy around that one with him not being picked or not being hundred percent fit. Um, so he looks like he's going to line up against the rabbits and it seems to be and this sternum injury seems to be something they've just managed. Uh, either they needle him up or he has minimal contact throughout the week. So it sounds like he'll be okay. I mean, me personally, I said it on Twitter. I think this is one of the biggest selection blunders that, that I've seen in origin, especially this year. I mean, we'll talk about the Reese Walsh and Ponga kind of thing a little bit later, but, Campbell Graham is the form centre in the competition. I think he's really stiff not to get picked this weekend. He's he's just been the best on field.
2: Yeah, he's he's the best player not playing Origin right now. Um, he, I probably won't add him. It hasn't been in my plans. I think that he's still a chance to get a run in game two or three. But if you have him, you are absolutely cheering.
1: Bingo, spot on. Um, Keon Kalamatangi, your boy. We had a little fleeting one week, two week play on early in the season. Yep. He
2: is a chance of coming back. He's in the reserves as well.
1: So yeah, bit uh, me.
2: If if he has a he was the form player to start the year. Um you have a look at his PPM at the start of the year. You really want Keon in. I <sighs> think I'm gonna have to wait. He's got a high break even, and um hopefully they ease him into it and we get Keon at a discount because I could see myself finishing the year with Keon.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good option. He was probably one of the best second rowers uh, to start the year. So Liam Knight comes in to replace Cam Murray at lock. Uh, Blake Taff at fullback for Luttrell, obviously, in camp. Shaq Mitchell returns as well. So Shaq Mitchell, a very popular, cheap front row forward to start the year is now back from that extended, that long injury. So um, I haven't checked his price but I, I have a feeling maybe he might be a little bit pricey for what we're looking for at the moment. Correct me
2: he's if I'm wrong. It's not right. really what you're looking for, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it, mate, he was good though. Like his PPM was through the roof. It's just, you've got to guarantee, oh, he's only 285K. Uh, he's You just probably want to see how he comes back from that injury after nine weeks out. That's
2: all. Yeah. Yeah. And like Steve mentioned, that there's no Davy Moali. It seemed that they'd still sort of preferred Davy Moali over Shaq Mitchell. So, He's still lurking. He's going to come back at some stage. Shaq Mitchell could just drop out of the side. If I'm I'm probably, if I'm looking for that sort of player that's going to drop out of the side, it's not in the front row. I am hoping that I can make maybe one more trade in the front row this year and then I'm done with it. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mentioning front row last week, I ended up taking a bit of a punt at the last minute on uh, Harrison Edwards and that seemed to play out quite well for me. Uh, He's got another negative 30 break, even updated to a 56. So Uh, 63 minutes, I think he played on the weekend as well. So, I mean, for anybody who hasn't jumped on him yet, he's nearly 400K. But, I mean, you could argue you're going to get two more price rises out of him as a minimum. So Uh,
2: I don't know whether anybody
1: would make enough cash out of it next week, though, if they went that way.
2: Yeah, and not this week. Um, You don't want to be burning too many trades in front row forward. um, And the doggies, of course, aren't playing. But... You've mentioned it um, to me off air that Doggies have a really good run through the bye period, uh, starting round 14, though. So, yeah, look, maybe you could look at a guy that has a bit of attacking upside as a front row forward. Um, I personally think the ship sailed, though. Yeah,
1: I, I, the only reason I like the Bulldogs run isn't isn't because of the teams they're playing, but it's just because they play the next two major buyers, sixteen and nineteen. Mm-hmm. They they miss seventeen, obviously, and so do the Tigers and eel. Uh, sorry, not the eels, the Tigers and a couple of other teams. But um, that's that's not a major concern. It's not like you've got five or six bloody Bulldog players in your team, do you? So it's yeah. it's not
2: uh, overly worrying. I'm get I'm getting close. Actually, I was
1: just—I said that, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Maybe I will have too many bulldogs players." I've got Reed Marnie. I want to get Karaz. I've got uh, Preston, and now I've got Edwards. I've got four of them.
2: Yeah, I've got—I'm the same. So I, yeah, I've got Reed, Harry, uh, Jacob, Preston, and yeah, want Karaz. So yeah, air with a bit of caution there,
1: Raiders mate. Speaking of caution. Uh, Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead both out. Obviously, Hudson Young being selected for Origin. Shut through the heart.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I should have had the little sound bite instead of you yeah. absolutely butchering the song.
2: Um, it's okay. I'm torn. I'm actually, <laughs> you would be. I'm actually cut to pieces. I like, honestly, I added Hudson Young. I didn't even think that he was a showing, I didn't think that he was anywhere near making the New South Wales Origin team. So. Alas, here we are, mm-hmm. and I am burning a boost this week.
1: Um, Elliot Whitehead misses some time. It looks like he's going to miss about maybe six to eight weeks. So, guess who comes in? Our boy Corey Howard and Ira is coming in mm-hmm. to start on the edge. Um, I don't know what that even means. I, I'm very, <laughs> very reluctant. <laughs> very reluctant to go anywhere near CHN. Um, Joey Tarpany to lock those an interesting one.
2: Yeah, I'm um. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see how he goes. I know he did a little bit of that in the preseason, and um, his stats were really good. So, look, anything that leads to Joey T playing some more minutes, I am going to be super happy.
1: I reckon there might even just be a last-minute switch top and he goes to prop, someone else goes to lock. CHN I might think they start did that
2: at, lock, at the knows. start of the year. Yeah, I they think did. they did that at the start of the year. And yeah. um, Harawira Ira, while not super coach relevant for classic, get your waivers in, folks. Get your yeah. waivers in. Yeah. It would
1: be a nice little four or five-week play. So mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. And the only other mention here is Nick Kotrick back on the – he's on the off the bench for some reason. Um, maybe that's just to limit his minutes as he comes back. But – uh, anyway, the good thing is Jared Croker gets another week. That's all I care about at this point in time. I mean, I'm more than happy after after this week to sell Croker. I think he's probably peaked unless he has another big week. I think his break even's at about fifty five. Maybe. You know yeah. what the funny thing is? You could walk up Croker to Jacob Caraz for less than fifty thousand dollars.
2: Oh, it is insanity! You sound like my financial advisor. That's fantastic. <laughs> maybe I should be a real estate agent or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. You could yeah. sell your home, your goal kicking home, in the heart of Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, <laughs> and moved to Canterbury. He will do, uh, and
1: it is yeah. Steve mentions it's his three hundredth next week, so maybe I will I, have to hold him for his three hundred. I don't
2: believe year. the milestone hike, so I would still move him. You know what? I
1: have been talking for the last six weeks about the fact that they're they're going to keep him there for his three hundredth, and then he'll retire. So maybe that yeah. happens, and and I can't not own the GOAT, Jared Croker, in his 300th game. I'll hold him, just out of sentiment. Thanks, Jared Croker, for your time yeah. in my team.
2: Um, last game, mate, a Knights special, Manly. Special mention for him being in your team in 2012 as well. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, I think it was about 2015, 2016.
1: Yeah. He was he was epic back then. He was just your lock and load yeah. centre wing. He was a gun. He was. Uh, Knights versus Manly, mate bit of movement here. I mean, originally it was said that Miller was being dropped to New South Wales Cup. Now teams have come out and that doesn't seem to be the case. He's in the 14 jersey as the utility off the bench which I thought was interesting, obviously, with Ponga at fullback. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I would rather especially being an owner. I'm not an owner, sorry. If I was an owner I would prefer him just to drop out of the side. He's going to leak all sorts of cash. Ponga obviously wants to show that he can be a Back again to get, I, I suppose, to audition for game two. Look, I'm not ballsy enough to get Ponga this week. If I knew that he wasn't going to get selected, I would have got him at 440K. I was, yeah, I'm so dirty. <laughs> So, you, I reckon you said it the- to
1: me about four weeks in a row, you're like, yeah, Ponga. I'm going Ponga. I'm going to get him. If he gets to 440 or 420, I'm going to pick him up. And I'm there going, oh, I can't do it. I could, I wouldn't be able to do it. I still can't. Just seeing how many head knocks he gets, another one on the weekend, uh, and it, it's concerning. Um, but from a super coach perspective, you've got to look at that and go, look, he, one bad tackle and he's out for a two weeks minimum.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at myself at 14,000 and just thinking – do I just – if I could get this right, if I could get this play right, if if a bloke like Cody Walker or Mitch Moses goes on one of those bad runs that we know he has in him and you can get a run of 80s or 90s or 100s from Pongers when people are holding Latrell, when people are holding Turbo, when people are holding Reese Walsh, honestly, it's a ballsy move. But if, probably more if I was sitting 30,000th, I would do it and just roll the dice and see what comes out because he's still only 520k we know what a quality player he is Reese Walsh has looked so dynamic all year that I don't see him losing his spot to Ponga.
1: Yeah I don't I don't know I reckon and look I know you're you've got your uh, maroon tinted glasses on here but I feel like Reese Walsh is one bad performance away from basically losing that spot Uh, if he comes out and plays well, great. He's got it. It's his, but I mean, there's so much risk around New South Wales coming out and potentially winning this first game. Walsh has a a bit of a shocker, great offensively, but there's definitely some defensive deficiencies in his game. Uh, and at, in at origin level, you're going to get found out on the field. They're going to pepper you until you make the mistake and they make you pay. So I'm, I'm a little bit concerned with Walsh and Walsh's defense. Um, that potentially Ponga, you pick him up next week, right? Or sorry, you're not going to pick him up next week. You get him this week. uh, You're going to get two games out of him and then he's going to be picked for Origin 2 and you're going to miss him when you want him most. Um, In saying that, though, he will goal kick this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. Considering Miller's off the bench, I mean, it makes sense that Ponga kicks goals. Jackson Hastings isn't. So a little bit of a... That's a massive pod play. Minus seven break even. Scores 100 this weekend. Uh, you're gonna. He's going to be nearly 600K. He will be 600K could, if he scores 100.
2: If you get it right, and I'm not ballsy enough to do it. I'm just saying if you're sitting at 30, 40, 50,000, nothing's went right this year, you could get this right and skyrocket. You could move Ponga on to... Imagine moving Kep Ponga onto Cam Munster and just straight swapping him. This Ponga's that talented, that you could straight swap him to Cam Munster and ride Cam Munster home with two trades. Tell me that's yep. not worth the risk if you're 50,000.
1: I completely agree with you. I mean, if you got the nuts, Ponga could be a great shout. And he might him. not play Origin. Squeeze him. He might not play Origin. He might run you through and you, you get to round 20 and you can straight swap him. So that'd be a great play. Gustavo has a good point. Uh, they've got a nice matchup this weekend, but afterwards they're, pretty, they're a pretty tough run, the Knights. Yep. Um. I, I don't have any faith in the Knights actually playing any good footy either. Um. And I do agree they, with him that there is a chance he might play Origin 2 and 3.
2: They they let in a lot of points, but um, Pong has proven that he can put on against some good teams. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, they've got the Broncos round 15, Roosters round 16, Penrith round 17. Not, not exactly the nicest three games, but then the Roosters have been trashed, so... Yeah, could be a favorable matchup what was,
2: <laughs> that's what i was leading into um, and um very the, quickly they oh, could rest a lot of guys as well um when you're playing the panthers um what it, did, did you say round 16
1: uh 17 yeah that's backing up yeah, So they could they, they could rest. they could
2: rest a lot of guys as well there's still a lot of panthers like it could be a good run like yes you need a million things to go right but if you got the nuts pong is the play don't say i didn't warn you
1: Maybe we'll clip this. We're thirty-three minutes ten. I'm going to remember that in my head because maybe next week we come back to this point and you've uh, come up with one of the greatest super coach plays of all time. Um, very quickly to wrap up. Knights Manly. I think we've lost Matty. He might have lagged out or something. He'll be back. Um, Gamble partners Hastings in the halves. Obviously with with Ponga moving to fullback. Miller in the fourteen. Adam Elliott's an interesting one at lock actually don't mind this one. We've been watching Adam Elliott very closely for the last few weeks, waiting for him to return. And I think now that he's back at lock, I mean, he's, he's kind of played less minutes and they've been building his minutes up. But let's see this weekend what he can do for us. Because um, obviously around 15, he might be a pickup considering the Knights have the bye next week. Um, the only other change there is that uh, John's Jack Johns replaces Frizzell. Yep, looks like I'm riding solo until Matty rejoins us. Um, it's going to be Jack Johns versus Cooper Johns again. It's going to be an interesting little matchup, that one. Uh, Cooper Johns is going to replace DCE. Is obviously, DCE is in origin camp. Uh, and KO Weeks replaces Turbo, who is in origin camp. Uh, Tophowa Sipley is replacing Gerbo, who's going to be out for looking like six to eight weeks with uh, with that injury. So that's a shame for Gerbo. I think it's a calf injury. And there must be tendon involvement. If he's going to be out that long, it could be a pretty bad strain. So... Uh, concerns for Jerbo there, big loss for New South Wales, not being able to have him in the middle of the field, but uh, Sipley gets a crack. And I don't necessarily mind Sipley as a play. I don't mind him as a play. I think, what's he, 380K maybe? I'm just going to quickly look him up. Uh, 375K, I was close. Um, I, I really don't mind him. I really don't mind him if you're looking for someone as a little bit of a pod in the front row. Just be very, very careful that uh Sorry, I'm just reading Matty's message. His his son turned his internet off. How good's that? Midlife, Uh Always back the kids in to do something like that. Um, And Kepi starts at lock. So anybody who held Kepi, stoked. You would be very, very happy with that result. Um, So I, if you got Kepi, fantastic. Uh, I just wouldn't rely on him moving forward. I think maybe most people have sold him anyway. So a bit of a shame, but anybody who held, congrats. Let's quickly talk most bought and sold, and I'll try and stall a little bit until Maddie hops back on. Um, I'll open it up really quick. Here he is. We're good. He's back. Um,
2: yeah, when you have an 18-month-old, sometimes they run around in the nude and turn your internet off.
1: <laughs> How good. That's awesome. Trust him to do something <laughs> like that mid-live as well, a bit of entertainment. <laughs> yeah. um, we're, so we're moving on to most bought and sold, mate. Um I'm going to quickly open it up right now so that we've got it in front of us. Uh, do you want to talk about most traded in first or traded out?
2: Um, let's go most traded out because I think that that will lead into a lot of the most traded in.
1: Uh, Harry Grant, mate, most traded yeah. at the moment. I mean, actually, let me let me talk through origin players first, right? So we've got Harry Grant, Nico Hines, Reese Walsh, Val Holmes, Cam Murray, other five in the top ten that are playing Origin. So are there any of those five guys you would hold through Origin?
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
2: No, not really. Um, I don't think so. What do you reckon?
1: I would argue that Harry Grant might be the only one that you hold.
2: I, I just, mean, I can I, argue Reese Walsh too. Yeah, I'm going to probably hold Reese Walsh, but that's more circumstance. If I had the trades, I would move him out. Um, Harry Grant's a lot of money there for that long period, and he has got rested afterwards. But I don't know who else you'd go to in fullback either. Like New South Wales picking forty-seven fullbacks has sort of ruined us a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Uh, we always play fullbacks at centre. That's how we roll. Yeah. Um. But Cam Murray, he's lost two hundred and twenty-one thousand. Maybe just hold him. I mean, for there's about four percent of trades a Cam Murray out. So
2: I'm. I'm not trading him out. I would stash him at that, and I've probably made that very clear over the last. I think last he's lost time. too much
1: cash. I think he's lost too much cash. I think you've just got to hold him and, and enjoy. And and Harry Grant's dropped 160. So, like, unless you've sold him at 750 – I mean, I did. I think I sold him at 780 or something to read money. Um, yep. But if you've got him and he's at 160K loss right now, maybe – Maybe just ride the maybe just ride the wave with Harry Grant. He's going to have to back up. The Storm aren't exactly at the top of the table, so I think belly is going to want him to play.
2: I think they're actually tied top of the table. There's about six of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. And but I mean, two losses, you yeah, yeah, could be yourself yeah. in eighth.
2: So yeah, uh, pretty important at the top of the table now. Yeah. Going back um, on yeah, going back on Cam. I just think, what else are you going to buy for the amount of money that Cam Murray is? Like, yeah, no. you're not going Murray to Hosking. You're not going Murray to. Jackson Ford, um, some of the other 500k players that are going, just put him on the bench. Hopefully he backs up after Origin, um, and yeah, hopefully he can find some form.
1: Steve might have got us mixed up because you were the one talking yeah. about Murray last week, weren't you? But yeah, you, you I was, pivoted at the last minute.
2: I did pivot at last minute and went um, Harry Edwards instead for some cash generation. I just it was hard to try and work out how many trades because when I can see myself finishing the year with Cam Murray and seeing his price. Yeah, it was juicy, but it dropped again. So um, either fortune favours the brave or fortune favours the lazy or whatever it was. I didn't add Murray this week and he's cheaper again. So,
1: Yeah, you can't get him now, can you? Um, Or not this week anyway. So uh, I guess the non, uh, I mean, we've spoken about Nico Hines. I don't want to just brush over that, but I think that a lot of people have maybe cottoned onto the fact that Nico plays two out of the next five games. So it's yep. good to see that people are thinking that that way and taking that risk. I'm, I am doing that. And, and I think so are you correct me if I'm wrong. I kinda,
2: yeah. I kind of wish more people didn't um, because I, I really think that it's a good play, but it just shows that people listening to some really good content like this, listening to the logic behind it. Cause my heart tells me not to trade Nico. I didn't get Nico for those two games, and he absolutely destroyed me. That's probably the difference. But and I would have captained him. That's probably the difference between me being fourteen thousandth and like the, the comp's still so tight. Me being five thousandth, to be honest. But anyway, I've made my bed. I'm lying in it, and I'm gonna move in for the Broncos Storm game. Yep,
1: agreed. Heatwave has said, "Why are you streaming at the same time as Whisperer?" Um, Whisper is not until seven thirty, mate. So you have got fifty minutes. Stick around. Yep. We won't be la- we won't be that long. It's
2: not daylight saving, man.
1: <laughs> um, people are selling Reed Marnie after his eighteen or whatever it was piss poor performance from last week. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really agree with this. Surely people aren't this short on numbers. They need to trade out Reed Marnie at Hooker.
2: I understand it, but I think that this is the definition of a rage trade. Again, you have a look at the games that he's playing uh, through this Origin period even if he hasn't been playing the best footy or super coach relevant footy, he's still probably one of the best hookers not playing origin. So,
1: yeah, I agree. Uh, people are going to Damien Cook. So, yep. I mean, I don't know whether I can justify a trade doing that move.
2: Yep. Do you think that's I sideways? Know.
1: I wouldn't say it's directly sideways, but i, I tell you what, it's it's uh, one of his forward passes out of dummy half. You're getting a little yep. bit of a benefit from it. Um, but I don't think you're getting a benefit that is worth a trade. That's that's my personal opinion. Especially yep. Hooker, man, it's such a mid position. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna what are you gonna get an extra ten points per game? I, There's a no upside in that position at all.
2: You know what? If I can't find a way to Harry Grant in one trade, I might sit here at the end of the year with Reese Robson and Reid Marnie and just ride it through.
1: Yep, um the uh, the two obvious ones are trades Brandon Smith is eight most traded. I don't even know why he still had him, but he's he's gone for eight weeks with a broken thumb, I think, and and Pereira has been dropped. So that those two make sense. Isaiah Katoa, though, ninth most sold, playing this weekend.
2: It's one of the reasons I kept him because he's playing this weekend. So yeah, I'm definitely not moving him this week. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm keeping him for this number. And then we work on what's going to happen next week. And he's also if, if, a really good jewel to use as well. If you are doing, like Steve mentioned in the chat, you're, you're doing that Nico to Cody Walker move. He's yep. the perfect jewel to use to facilitate that.
2: And I had to explain this to a mate, um, probably because I've done a bit more research into the 13 being played this week even if you're panicky on a bloke like Katoa and I see somebody in the chat saying, would, would they trade Schuster? Just make sure you have 14 players because if you're worried one of these blokes is going to get seven, it doesn't actually matter. It's a completely free stab at it. If you've got 14 or 15. Um, Yeah. It's madness to trade Katoa or Schuster this week. Uh, Just make sure you've got 14. If you're, if you think that he's worth trading, Um, he's just as big of a chance of getting 50 or 60 as he is of getting five. So that's my thoughts.
1: Just having that 14 or that 15, that little bit of a buffer, it's so valuable this weekend. I mean, you know what it's like. You go, you sit starts and they're always a bit of an issue where you're kind of like, oh, I don't know whether I should start Jackson Ford or should I start somebody else? You know, like you get a free crack this week. You go, you know what? I can get 15. My two lowest scores drop out and I take my best 13. So it's kind of an advantage that you have. It's like you have two extra players um, that everybody else doesn't have. So I I do like like having that little buffer.
2: Like when you say you have two extra players, I don't because Hudson Young and Walsh got selected, but other people do.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. I'm pretty happy about (laughs) this week, actually. Can you just pass Uh, the salt? (laughs) Uh, Let's move to most traded in, mate. I mean, we've kind of touched on it. Damien Cook, most traded in player, nearly 10%, 11% of trades um, are bringing him in. He hasn't looked himself. I I mean, there's a good... There's a good point here, Steve, said he's only scored one try all year um, and he's gone under 55 once. So yeah. if you're looking for something steady, yeah, you'll get that. Um, but I mean, and he might be the one that's relied on a little bit more with no Latrell in the team. Maybe he's going to do a little bit more from dummy half. Maybe he'll get the eyes up footy back that he hasn't really been playing this year. So yeah, I mean, maybe I'm talking myself into it. Damian Cook, maybe if you've, would you prefer, okay, here's a better question. Prefer Robson or Damian Cook? There's about 30K difference.
2: If you're going Sonny Luke to that, yes, I would probably go still Robson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think
1: I like Robson because, I mean, there's no risk of him playing Origin at this point. Damien Cook could easily come in game two and three. Like he's, he's very valuable in that New South Wales squad. He's been a part of series wins. He's a leader within the group. Uh, I know Api Korosau has been playing some good footy, but he's definitely not the defender that Damien Cook is. And if they get mm-hmm. destroyed through the middle of the field, we could see that change in in game two. Yep. Agreed. So risky, risky going on Cook this week, I think. But uh, Torhu Harris, second most traded, complete no-brainer for me. Dual position, 600K. He's lost 37K, but he's going to start coming up now. Um, I, I'd almost say must have for the origin period.
2: I had it circled in my calendar. Weeks ago. Yeah. I actually had a reminder in my phone uh, that popped up and said, add Tohu Harris today. How nice.
1: That's good. Did you have any like, work-related me- reminders come up or was it just Supercoach-related?
2: That was just Supercoach. Yeah, good, good. Me too.
1: Uh, Jermaine Asako, third most bought. Now, this is a conversation we've had in the chat the last couple of days and you have been like, <laughs> I feel dirty about doing it. Are you still <sighs> going that direction? Are you thinking Osako?
2: I... Maybe we should go into trade talks. I prefer Asako over Greg Marju right now, and and the decision was I I plan to move Hosking this week, and the decision was I've been I feel like I've been forced I've been backed into a corner into trading Hudson Young, and I found myself with a little bit of extra money, and when I look at Marju and when you look at Jermaine Asako's stats, Asako's got the base the I think I'm just going to go Asako instead of Greg Barju. Long story short.
1: Mm, okay. Interesting. Number four is Jermaine Hopgood. Most bought. No brainer. Yep. Kind of makes he's sense in. considering he's going to be the man in the middle. He should actually, he probably, you're right. He might even play 80 based yep. on, uh, I think though, their bench is stacked with middles. So I think they're planning maybe to not play him 80. Maybe he plays 65, 70. Um, they'll That's give him a little me. bit of a they'll give him a little bit of a breather. But yeah, I, I'd almost say that he's he's the one of the best picks in two RF. I
2: just think Jermaine Hopgood with all the injuries in the Parramatta team and the guys that got picked for Origin. I just think it's I like Tohu's break even. I really want Tohu. If you if I could go one, I would probably go Jermaine Hopgood right now. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. both. So I'm yep. just not – I'm a bit scared. I was going to stack up on and get two guys from the Eels. Um, yep. With all the changes, with Maddo being injured, with Lane being injured, yeah, it's Tohu and Jermaine Hopgood for me.
1: Yeah, cool. Kalen Ponga, fifth most bought. People are thinking around your same squeeze kind them. of wavelength, aren't they? squeeze So them. Uh, oh. I like it. I like it.
2: Mitch Moses, number six. I don't like that. I, I mean. Think- People are going through with their plans. When you look at Nico and Cleary, who's the third best halfback, supercoach-wise? Probably Mitchell Moses. Yeah,
1: definitely what about Mitchell Sean Johnson.
2: I've sort of had the same issue with Sean Johnson as I have with Asako and even Hopgood in my head a little bit. I see Sean Johnson as a guy that you've seen in the 300s in the last little bit, and you just think that it's madness to go there. I think there's a bit more base and stability in some other players. I probably like Johnson as much as Moses. I haven't had Moses on my radar at all, but this is people activating their plan of I get Moses in round thirteen. That's es- essentially what I'm saying about Moses.
1: SJ averaged seventy this year, sixty-eight point six.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, his lowest his lowest scores are thirty-one in round nine against the Roosters. Uh, oh. I like it. You know what? I prefer it over Moses. The only reason being is that he plays one more game. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, I mean, remember that if you're getting Eels players, they've got the buy on around 14 and 18. So, I mean, 18, not so much because they're the only team on the buy. So that's manageable. But 14 is a tough week. And if we're continuing to stack our team with Eels players, I just don't know whether you're going to like what your team looks like next week if you can only field 17 players bang on, you're playing bloody, you're plotter of plotters. So- and maybe
2: end up. And maybe end up looking at Mitch Moses as the ad and then just look at his score from two weeks ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. He
2: scored, um, he scored 150 in two weeks. That's an average of 75. He scored 140 yep. in the other one.
1: Yep. Hey, if you're going off two of the last three weeks, he looks good. So, yep. I mean, but there is the risk and, and Salty is good, is, is mentioning in the chat that Mitch has the ceiling and he definitely does, but he also has the floor that is probably as deep as the equator. So you, he could honestly go; he could get you a game of minus seven, Mitch Moses. Yep. So just be be wary of that. Um, I guess from a most bought and sold perspective, we kind of covered all the relevance, right? Have we missed what have we missed? Uh, Ponga, no, Cody Nikarima. I am not going near. I don't think not at five hundred K. I know he plays fullback and he looks like the fullback replacement for Hammer, but I'd, I'd rather go elsewhere at, at that kind of cash. Uh, if he was at three in the three hundreds, maybe I'd look at him, but not not at four hundred and eighty-two. Yeah, uh, Josh. Josh Schuster. People are cashing in and and jumping back on after the hundred last week. This I like it. Yeah, this makes sense. I don't mind it. He looked good on the weekend. I mean, wary about injury history. There's a, a bit of risk there, but, um, yeah. Uh, if if Schuster isn't in your team and you need to downgrade in the two RF or or, or five eight, um, Schuster could be a good option. Ruben Garrick. If you don't have him, you probably need to get him. I reckon he could probably be the guy that scores the most points over the next six weeks.
2: And we're probably not talking about him as the must-have player this week because we've presumed that you have him. Um, he is a genuine captaincy option this week.
1: Yep, he's my captain this week. Um, and Cody Walker tenth most bought, so yep. they're, they're on the same page as us with those ones. Um, mate, before we talk trade talks, any comments on the origin teams? Because I know we're you know we, we said we talk about it. We're fifty minutes in. A few bolters. In this one, and I'm not talking about the beer. Oh, um, sorry, I thought you were
2: you were paying up.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, I've already paid up, mate. Come on, you yeah. um, yeah, Hopefully, you can pay me back eventually. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Queensland team? You're a Queenslander. I'm a new South New South Welshman. Uh, any surprises in this Queensland
2: team? Yeah, I, I really like it. I we've always said that we reward this sort of loyalty, but we have. Honestly, probably just picked the best team for this year, I think. Uh, we've picked the form team, uh, which is something usually New South Wales does a bit better than us. I personally probably would have picked Christian Welch over Tommy Flagba, but we're splitting it straws in the front row right now. Um, I'm glad for feeders in there. I'm glad Tommy Gilbert's there. I'm glad, you know, everybody else is there. Talagi, you know what? You could have flipped a coin because the... Cowboys have been so ordinary but these guys will lift coming into this this lineup he's been sitting on the wing for the Cowboys and they've been that ordinary through the middle that he hasn't got the ball all year uh, hopefully he remembers how to catch the ball and um yeah we go all right honestly if I could split anything it is probably Tom Gilbert I think that he could probably come off the bench and be a middle more so than an edge um I didn't expect Jai Arrow to be there and um yeah I thought Christian Welch would be in there what do you think?
1: Yeah, Welch, nineteenth man. So obviously, for anybody who has Welch, he will play. Um, obviously, they've got the buy anyway this week, but he will play if he ends up being the nineteenth man round sixteen, and um, so that that's not too bad. Uh, otherwise, it's it, you know what I would rather pick the form team. I'm a little bit annoyed at the New South Wales team, considering we've just basically copy and pasted our 2021 series winning team, and and just mm-hmm. hope for the best that we can plug and play that 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 team.
2: Um, Turbo's still averaging like 120 a week, right?
1: No, not this time. Maybe last week, <laughs> 180 or whatever he got. Maybe the latest two-round average is up there. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I like, obviously, it makes sense. Tedesco at the back, he's out of form, but he's just an, he's the guy. You know he's fit enough. He can handle the Origin Arena. He's the captain. So you just go with that. I mean, I'm still a little bit questionable on whether you play Tommy Turbo or you gave him a little bit more time and you just play him around game two and three why not play Campbell Graham and give him a crack this week when Turbo's not at 100.
2: The story is Campbell Graham's injured. Tommy Turbo's injured too. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe there's another option that we're not thinking about there. But, um, yeah, Turbo and uh, Latrell play him in the centers if they can't get the fullback position. You need him in the team, so that's fair enough. David Pangai Junior is a very interesting one. Um, Smoky, I'm hoping pick that on form. <laughs> I'm I'm really yeah, we haven't, have we? Uh I'm I'm really hoping that he comes off the back fence for the first hit up and Tommy Flegler and him come together in the first. It'll be like a Dragon Ball Z scene of like Goku and Perfect Cell colliding for the red, first religion. red,
2: red versus blue. Um yeah. we're talking about their hair.
1: Um <laughs> Yes, a little bit. But um yeah, he, he's gonna bring a bit of mongrel, I think, that we don't have. So that that'll be very interesting. Tyson Frizzell as well. Uh oh, questionable. Um, I think they're just bringing guys in they know that have the origin experience, so it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. Hudson Young, you've mentioned we've talked about him. I won't rub that one into too much, but I, good experience. I for think
2: him. I think it's the right decision. Mm. He was Nico the right Hines, decision for my. Nico team. Hines in the um,
1: fourteen jersey. I don't agree with. I hate it. I don't. I don't think that Nico's a fourteen. I think you play him at six, or you don't play him. I, I yep. personally think Matt Burton's a better utility than Nico Hines is. I, if you're yep. going to put a utility on the bench at 14, can Nico Hines play in the centres? Probably not. No. I mean, he probably could, but he, he wouldn't do a very good job at origin he level. He would probably
2: play wing, fullback, halves.
1: Matt Burton's is, a better centre than he is a 5'8 for at, his
2: club. Are they going to bring him in at hooker if Appy? Like Appy hasn't played 80 minutes all year.
1: I'd argue that maybe Jerome Luai goes to hooker. Nico yep. goes to five eight. That, that could probably be what they're thinking, I think, because uh, Luai entered the league, entered the NRL and played a bit of junior footy in, in his New South Wales Cup stuff and, and he was playing hooker when he entered. So um, maybe that's the play. Maybe that's what they're thinking because there's no way Appy plays 80 minutes.
2: Yeah. Look, no chance. that's what I'm thinking. I just think that there's going to be so many moving parts that it might take him game one and game two to work out where they're going. That's true.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just hoping for a one-all after two games and we can have a decent game three. That's all I'm hoping can, for.
2: Can, can I tell you that I thought there was a typo in the New South Wales team? Oh, a yeah. uh, Stefano in nineteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, how good is that? <laughs> bizarre. That is bizarre. I actually thought Stephen Crichton may have been a, a smoky option to take the centre position. I mean, hey, there's worse choices of putting Crichton in at centre if Turbo and Campbell Graham aren't fit.
2: If Yeah, if Turbo and... I think that's why he's there. I think if Turbo and um, Campbell Graham isn't fit, then yeah. Well, if Campbell Graham's playing for the Rabbitohs this weekend, he's not playing on Wednesday. Yeah,
1: yep, true. Um, Steve mentioned he's a big fan of Maddie Burton hitting that 70s for fun and super coach. And I think he's just a guy that people have kind of overlooked really the last month, knowing that they don't play around 13, people have been going in another direction and looking for players that play around 13, but from yeah. round 14, he becomes a genuine option if he doesn't get into this frame for origin. So I like yeah. that shout. Um, let's talk trades, man, very quickly. We'll answer some questions and then we'll dive off. Cause I know you got ball. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: What are you thinking for trades this week? You've kind of mentioned them already.
2: So I had 300K in the bank coming into this week and I'm going Devi Moali to Tohu Harris. Um, when I say that I want to leave my front row forward for a long period of time, I currently have Joey Taps, Tohu Harris, Christian Welch and Harry Edwards now. Um, and I think that that's serviceable enough to get me through the year, um, mm-hmm. barring maybe a Payne Hass addition. I'm going Jermaine hopgood Uh, Going Hudson Young to Jermaine Hopgood, um, reluctantly sort of doing that, um, but Hopgood was probably in the trade plans the second that Maddo went down. I'm going Nico Hindsight to Cody Walker. Um, Yeah, look, I'm hoping Cody Walker can bang out some of these scores uh, that he has been um, because every time I get him in my team, he is right for about three or four thirties in a row. Um, And Valentine Holmes to Jermaine Asako again, reluctantly, but some of the best super coaches pivot from their mistakes. Jermaine Osako has been one of my mistakes. Cody Walker has genuinely been a mistake of mine in the future. Trading Jermaine Hopgood <laughs> has been a mistake and I've made some mistakes talking about Tohu Harris basically all year. So yes. let's, let's fix some fuck ups and let's move up the ranks together. I like it.
1: I like it. I think it's very important from a super coach perspective to not just hold on to your your mistakes and not just hold on to your decisions, even though you know that wrong or you messed up or you missed an opportunity, just cop it on the chin and pick the guy up. You know, if they're that good. Um, My moves this week, I I cannot wait to get fucking Sonny Luke out of my team. Cannot (laughs) wait. You know how good it felt to trade this guy out. I've gone uh, Nico Hines to Cody Walker. Like you have via Katoa jewel. I've gone Val Holmes down. Now I had a couple of options here. I was thinking, I was looking at Lomax very, very closely because I, I just like him back on the right side. But I think, you know, when you think about Ben Hunt not being in this Dragons team, fuck, they're being a schmozzle with him in it. Can you imagine what they're going to look like without Ben Hunt? So I, I just don't know whether he gets enough opportunity, maybe, to be SC relevant. Um, so I faded Lomax, I'm looking at Transnickel Um So I, I like Stake. him. I know you, you've already got him. Um, I was yep. looking at his stats when I brought him in, and he's only 19% owned by the top 10% of teams. And I'm all for that. That's still pod territory. Um, I thought it would be way higher. So I've gone Valhomes down to CNK. I've gone Hines to Walker, and I've gone Sonny Luke up to Robson, and that leaves me about 11K spare. So I'm pretty happy with those moves. I don't have to boost, which is great, and it gives me 15 players this weekend. Um, That 15 includes Matty Dory, Isaiah Katawa, Josh Schuster, who could all just shit the bed. So, I mean, there's no guarantee that I'm going to get a good score, but I do like having the the two-player buffer this week.
2: Yeah, and you know what? This is why I'm dirty because I was hoping to have 14 or 15 um, and two out. I'm just scraping 13. But I think, like, don't be disheartened and think that you should just roll through with nine players. I think getting 13 out on the paddock this week uh, just could mean Massive, massive green arrows.
1: But also you need to remember that if you do have a bit of a shitstorm going on this week and you're gonna to struggle to get thirteen, you end up with ten or eleven, right? It's not the end of the world because you can make your move in round fourteen. Because anybody who has a good amount of players like me is gonna probably struggle to fill a full team in round fourteen. So keep that in mind. Yeah, that could be moving week for anybody who struggles this week.
2: Yeah. But but I'm not I'm not saying don't trade in. Jared Croker, or don't trade in Matty Dory this week. I'm just saying, if you can get there, like I'm trading in four, honestly, four guys that could be keepers. Um, Cody Walker, Jermaine Hopgood, Tohu Harris, and Jermaine Osaka Hopefully these guys can become keepers. I wouldn't trade in a guy that's 300K right now. I wouldn't be trading in, you know, a Bailey Simonson to get three games. I wouldn't be trading in, oh, Maybe I've been tempted by the peacock before, but yeah, like I'm not trading in a bloke that's 300 K for this week.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think any of your moves for the buy rounds to get numbers that you're not bringing in a plotter, a 300 K shit Carter just for one week to get an extra number. It's a complete waste of a trade and trades are going to be very valuable. When we get to round 2021, people are going to be looking at their trades and they're going to be going, shit, I've got six trades left. I've had two players injured and I've got six rounds to go. So just, just plan what you want that round 20 to 27 to look like. Um, we'll probably do a little bit more planning maybe when we get closer and we'll talk about it on the pod as well. Very quickly, let's answer some questions. Steve, right at the start of the show, asked us, JMK or Cook, if you had to pick one?
2: I know we haven't talked about JMK a lot. I think JMK is a better play. Yep.
1: Agree with you on that one. Absolutely uh, zero
2: chance of getting picked in Origin. How good?
1: Brad and Sally, not sure which one. Maybe I think Brad comments a little bit more than Sally does. Uh, I'm still having trouble moving my DPP around. Do I need to move a like-for-like like player? So I'm I'm assuming that, so if you can't move your, do, uh, your dual position players around, you might need to do it through the trade screen. Um, so go in and shuffle things around. When you look at the bottom of the trade screen, click the minus button, then you might be able to make some swaps there,
2: depending on what trades you want to make. And Supercoach has been a little bit glitchy. Um, a couple of times today, I couldn't do some, like I go through about 400 trades a week. Um, when you can't do it on your app, log in on your computer and usually it'll let you do it.
1: Uh, James is asking, do you think Valence Tavare comes on the, in the second row for 10 minutes?
2: Yep. You know uh, what? Maybe. there's a good chance. I wouldn't be adding VT dubs this week from what I've seen.
1: Uh, Scott Beatty wants to know what to do with Munster if you already have Dylan Brown. What are your thoughts? Would you go Munster to Cody Walker for the buys?
2: Yep, I don't mind that. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's much difference than a Nico Hindsight to um, to Munster. Really, I don't think you can hold him through. Um, he has been a little bit hampered. Um, there's talk that his ribs have been cracked and a few things this year he might reluctantly get a rest.
1: I think so as well. I think so as well. Um, He's been getting injections every single game to get up and play. So tough bastard, but probably not playing at his best, not feeling his best. Uh, Hines to Sean Johnson. Stephen Hodge wanted to know. I think we kind of answered that one earlier in the show, but um, I like Sean Johnson. You prefer Moses. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think so. But I much prefer this Cody Walker trade. Um, I was... I've honestly been dreading this because I wasn't sure of a halfback that I've been really happy with. And I was actually looking at for somewhere 400K, but the logic really stacks up with this Cody Walker trade. Um, The Rabbitohs have been the form team. They're the best team in the comp right now.
1: Agree with you on that one. I'm making the same move. Um, Sam wants to know how we're looking for round 14. He's going to have to sell Schuster to actually have a full team if all of his origin players aren't named or do get named. I've only got two origin players. In my team, I'm holding David Feeder and Nathan Cleary. Anybody else does not play Origin in my squad right now? Fingers crossed. None of them do in the future. Um, I currently have 18 for round 14. So I've got one player buffer there. Yeah, what about me yourself? too.
2: I've got, oh, I might have 17. But yeah, of course I can make trades next week as well. Um, look, surely you might have somebody better than Schuster to sell. Um, Schuster could be a bit of a cash cow now with his negative break even and that 100 in his rolling average. Uh, look, you've got 24 other players you've got a chance to move on
1: off the back of that conversation. Would you pick up Josh Schuster or Hopgood? Surely that's, I mean, it depends what you need from the trade. Yeah. Do you need premium points or do you need cash?
2: That's what you need to ask yourself. I thought that question was Josh Schuster to Hopgood. Um, Look, I think that you can afford to move. Look, surely you have an origin player right now and maybe you have the opportunity to get both in. I like Schuster at the price that he's at. Um, I like the upside of Schuster. But, yeah, of course I'd prefer to have Hopgood. But what are you going to do with the extra 300K? If that allows you to get a sunny Luke to a Reese Robson or a uh, Damian Cook, i probably prefer Schuster.
1: I think if the question was Schuster to Hopgood, would you do that?
2: No, I'm not moving Schuster this week. He's he's got upside. He's looked great on the weekend.
1: Uh, Steve must be uh, my clairvoyant. He's got a feeling that I'm going to bring in Drinkwater this week, and I absolutely am not. Um, Scotty Drinkwater scares me with how low he can go, but to be fair, he hasn't done it. He's only done it once against the Broncos. He got one, and that was when he got injured. Uh, every other game he's gone what's he averaging this year aside from that one he's averaging 63 61 with a one so yep. uh i just don't know whether i like it that much i don't know whether i like it i, I probably won't but honestly i don't blame anyone if you if you're looking at maybe turbo out to somebody at fullback i don't hate drink or drink water with the buy with the with the with the run that they have
2: i've never said it out loud but uh with Drinkwater's floor not being as bad this year with him being a bit more involved in this terrible team that is the Cowboys. Um, I don't hate Reese Walsh, Turbo, Latrell, somebody like that to Scotty Drinkwater.
1: Yep. Uh, Robbie Starr wants to know, is Ogden a bad play? Um, I'd say yes. I think we're yep. clutching at straws, looking at bench forwards in round 13. I'd probably avoid that one, mate. Uh Waste of a trade. Who's the best round 14 fullback option, considering... No Gutherson, no Lockie Miller, obviously, uh, no Ponga. Uh, who else have we got on the buy in that round? It's Knights. Um, no, uh, oh, Matt, I'd say, Ru- oh, no, no Ruben Garrick either, no Turbo. Who are you looking at there in round 14?
2: Dream the Dream. <laughs> I didn't want to say it because it had come off bias from me, but I'm <laughs> glad you did. Glad you did. No, like I'm just super happy playing a guy that's worth 400K that's coming off 100 Call me crazy.
1: Yep. And he will make lots of money in the next fortnight. So happy owners. Uh, Gagai, a nice pod. And I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, Dane Gagai is flying under the radar. And now that he hasn't been picked for origin, he might come out with a point to prove.
2: I get scared of how much money he is. Like um, I'm looking to add a Sarko at a discount and he doesn't play for the Knights.
1: <laughs> Fair shout. <laughs> um, Adam S is saying Heinz in the 14. Better be backing up. Yeah, he, there's a guarantee he'll back up if he's playing in the 14 jersey. You just yep. got to look at his minutes, though. We can't guarantee that Luai doesn't go out uh, injured in the first 10 minutes and he has to play the full game. So there's no guarantee. Or, or Tedesco or any of the wingers. Like, yeah. Yeah, there'll be shuffling going on. Or the Hines centers, will be the like, guy to come on. If you have any yep. injury in the back line at all from one through or one to five and then six, seven, nine, I'd say Hines plays nearly a full game. So who knows? And with Origin as and well. And
2: we've all seen Origin.
1: Yeah, yep. it's brilliant. The intensity is cooked. Uh, Queenslanders worried that Dory is going to be the one shafted with lower minutes. Uh, He moved on to Tavare and made 80 grand. Yeah, look, I mean, no one knows about what the rotation is going to look like, we're guessing at this point, but I do like the fact that they've got a lot of middles on their bench, Queenslander. I like the fact that edge forwards usually get more minutes. I don't see many edges there, um, considering that they're quite low and they're quite thin in the middle. So I'm backing Dory to play at least 50 minutes and that that's plenty for me, I think. And also being outside Moses, playing on the right edge is a, is a really nice place to be. So I'm not trading Dory. I've held him this long. I'll, I'll just keep him, use him for this week.
2: He's definitely not a buy. You don't buy Dory if you don't have him. You keep Dory if you have him. The long and Correct. short of it is you're probably happy with your move. Um, Braino's probably happy with his move, win-win.
1: And um, Steve's jumping on our, both of our moves. Nico to Cody Walker. We convinced him last week. Love that you're following along, mate. Uh, just don't blame Ride right or die, it. baby. Shit the bed. Could, could be anything. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Um, Gustavo, if you keep Hines, would you put the captaincy on him in the next games? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. you got him in your team because he's nearly an automatic captain every week. So you just ride the wave, I think, with that. And know that people are trading him out this week. Does he become a pod yep. captain? The people get a little bit scared by captaining him in those two tough games, Broncos-Penrith. Who knows? Could be a pod play. Uh, thoughts on Wade Egan to Damian Cook? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I yep. mean, do Egan to Robson as well, unless you have, already have Robson as well. But Egan to Cook, I like it. If you don't Egan have the cash, have the Egan to JMK, even if you have the cash, might be a play too. I, pre- I prefer
2: that. Pre- if you have the cash, I prefer JMK. Honestly, he's the premium hooker, um, not playing Origin.
1: Uh Heatwave is bringing in Nikara, Britain Nikara this week, not playing this weekend, the Sharks. Sounds dumb, but it's a three-trade week, and I'm still looking to use two trades. I mean, look, my personal opinion is if you have 13, 14, 15 players and you want to start stacking and looking towards the future weeks, it's a, good, it's a great move.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, just wonder whether you would just wait and do it next week. Like yeah, I mean what, like if you're trading out an origin player or you're trading out somebody that's not going to play for somebody that's also not going to play,
1: I, th- I think my my opinion on this one is if you have planned trades over the next fortnight that you've already kind of locked in in your head and you're set on, you know. Uh going early this week allows you to get the guy that maybe you might miss out on. I don't but I don't, I think, I
2: don't hate it. But I think going early this week on a bloke that's 200k or 300 or 400 or even 500k and allows you to do the other trades like you're not trading like there's only one guy you're trading down to Nicara, and that's for feeder.
1: I think logically like, yeah I mean logic and and let's let's face it how do we not know that Britain Nicker isn't going to go down at training this week? Imagine if you that's... get the bloke in this week and they train and he goes down. We've seen training injuries all year. There is a lot of risk in, play, in doing that play. And if you can save a trade, then reassess next week, maybe that's the play. Maybe you just have okay. to cop it on the chin that your trade plan doesn't play out.
2: Yeah, or what's not... Yeah, exactly. Like, you just cop it on the chin. Um.
1: You just you would just adjust. You'll have cash. There'll be better players. P- someone will pop up next week that might be the buy of the round. And, you know, if you go early on Nicaragua, maybe you miss it. So, yep. worth waiting. Worth waiting. Yeah, I've talked myself into waiting. Disagree. <laughs> Disregard what I said at the start. Um, <laughs> Salty wants to know, is Joe O now an option at the Eels? We spoke about him a little bit at the start of the episode, but I actually like it. I think it could be a good play, but we've both agreed maybe it's a wait a week and have a look at his role.
2: Yeah, balls, ballsy at that price, but I don't like it. If I needed to find some cash and I was going Payne-Hass to somebody and I needed it to be 400K um, and I wanted a number for this week, I could talk myself into it. I'm trying to save those trades in the front row, though. I don't. I want to make, like, one more trade in the front row ever, like, till the rest of the time.
1: Fair shout. And Baden is asking, Eli Katawa, Preston, or Ford to the Hopgoat? have 15 available this week already made sure I'm not caught out round 14. So he's thought ahead, which is great. What are your thoughts? You go Ellie Katoa, Preston or Ford to Good. I say hold Preston considering the Bulldogs play around 16 and 19. I kind of like their buy after this. And if you don't need the number this week, maybe hold Preston. Cause you might need but, the number in the next two. But I, I also
2: say, I also say hold Ford. Cause I really like the Warriors through this period. And there's your answer. I really think Eli Katoa's break even is juicy. I was actually re-looking at him again this week. I'm
1: Eli Katoa playing. I mean, he's playing outside um Jerome Hughes anyway, and Hughes doesn't play Origin, so there shouldn't be a, a, a kind of connection issue
2: there. Um, I wonder if with those three guys, maybe it's the time to save a trade.
1: Yeah, do you not go Hopgood? Is that is that the fourth option? Can we can we have a fourth? Yeah, maybe my that's the D. Fourth
2: option. Is not. I would sit there if I had those three guys. Yeah, I'd like. I'm only trading Hopgood in for Hudson Young because he's not there. I would have traded Hopgood in for Hosking um, because he's not as good as the three blokes you have. I think those any of those three guys to Hopgood is a luxury trade.
1: Yes, I would say if you put a gun to my head and you said you have to pick one, I would go forward to Hopgood if your numbers are fine this week. That's that's and, my I'd
2: go, and I'd go Preston.
1: Cool. Very good. Um uh, shit, we've missed some live ones here. Okay. Uh Stefano, okay. Stefano, Itoikamanu, Murray Hines out. Debellin, Harris, Sean Johnson in. I like it. I say
2: yes. But maybe you have somebody instead of Murray to trade out. That's all.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, also, keep in mind, um, Stefano Wituikamanu last time that he was named in the Origin squad, averaged 65.3 for the rest of the season after he was named in his first Origin squad. So maybe we can hope that that happens again, eh? Even though it will and definitely
2: not. And Stefano has a break-even of four right now. Yep. Yeah,
1: okay. Fair call. Hold I on. Just-
2: I just wonder if, like, I would have held him. Like, I'd planned to move him out this week. I probably would be holding right now if I had him. My thoughts on Murray are we stash him. Maybe you have somebody else that's playing origin because I think that you might even burn a trade on Murray later on in the year had he found some form. Maybe because you've already lost this money with Murray move on the origin player and then get the origin player back and just sit Murray on your bench through this period. I like DeBellin. I like Harris. I like SJ. I'd love to have a look at your team in the DMs and work out where we move from there.
1: Fair cool. Aman's hopped in by season, moving time as well. Thanks for hopping on, mate. For anybody who doesn't follow Aman, go and follow him. Uh, definitely the numbers guru Yeah, when it comes to super coach. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Clint Gufferson does suck after he cut his hair. That's true. Maybe we'll have to trade him out. Yep. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, captain options this week. What are you thinking? I've got Dylan Brown VC into Garrick captain. What
2: about yourself? I currently have a Sarko VC into Dillbags captain.
1: And also we get a free loop this week, remember? So keep that in mind. Uh Pick a guy that's got massive upside as your VC. Someone who could get your 130, 140 because you get a free crack at it, basically.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: right. What else have we got here? Um, okay. So, Soa is asking, or is Eric? I'm not quite sure. Um, thoughts on Welch to Tohu, Grant to Cook, Holmes to Asako, Walsh to Jack Bird via Garrick. Bit going on there, but you lose Walsh uh, – Oh, I'm, I'm assuming he's saying Walsh or Welch. I'm not quite sure. Um, maybe it's Welch,
2: considering it's to Tohu. It's Welch to Tohu, and then Walsh to Bird.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yep, I'd say yes to that. I like those trades, especially because you're I, getting out three guys playing Origin.
2: I do really like it. Um, a bit of an injury cloud on Jack Bird, so just hang around, watch it. I really like his base, and you're going to be playing him in the centre wing, and I love second rowers that play centre wing, but I'm doing homes to Osako. I like Grant to Cook as well. I actually love all of that, really. Just yep. keep an eye on Bird and reverse the trade if it looks like Bird's out.
1: Agreed. Uh, Luke Roden asking about Nick Arima, low break even playing fullback. Yes, I like it, just not 480K personally. I think it's a bit steep.
2: Yeah,
1: get your uh, waivers in. Katoa out with an AC shoulder injury. So I guess now that Ellie Katoa, I'm assuming he's talking about. Oh. Um, so The only
2: Katoa. Yeah,
1: not Sione, not, not um, Isaiah Katawa. I need him this week. <laughs> he better yeah. play. Uh, but yeah, if Eli Katawa is out, he's the trade that we were talking about earlier. Oh, then, yeah, 100%. And Sorry,
2: yep, I wasn't on that. I've, I've completely
1: missed that as well. So, um, Are we holding Grant over Origin? Heatwave wants to know. No, uh, we both don't have Grant. You've never owned him. I picked him no. up around round three and he did nothing for me since. So that was a great trade from me. Um, I've traded him out to Reed Marnie about a month ago. And it seemed to play out pretty well because you've got a couple of 30s in that time.
2: Yeah, I think in those positions where you've only got two, um, fullback, halfback, five-eighth, and hooker, I'm looking to move on, blokes that are playing origin, because I just want those numbers. I'm happy to stack some origin players, maybe in my centre wing um, and my second row and front row. So,
1: Good shout. Uh, Michael Griffith wants to know, Mawali, Hosking, and Egan to Jeremy Marshall, King, Torhu Harris, Cody Walker. That could
2: be the best trades I've seen. Yeah, there's so
1: much advantage there. You must have a bit of cash in the bank too to make those moves, but clearly you've been thinking about this week. It's bringing a tear to my eye. That's beautiful, isn't it? It is beautiful. Uh, Hopgood VC, Cody Walker captain. Yeah, I like that too. I like that. Uh, Michael Smith needs, last question, Michael Smith needs a fullback or a center wing, ideally someone who plays 13 and 16. Does he consider Clint Gutherson? Do no. What about uh what about Scotty Drinkwater play thirteen and sixteen?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Cause the won't.
1: Yeah. He doesn't I, play I mean, sixteen. I would pick Scotty Drinkbalter over Gutho, personally. Mm-hmm. I think Gutho now, everybody who's jumped on Gutho because clearly he's the option that everyone went with a couple of weeks ago when they were looking to get rid of Turbo or Latrell or whatever.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't mind, Scotty Drinkwater. Confirmed. Gutho 100 this week. Locked in. Hey, I've got Gutho. Very happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Scott Drinkwater's a a big play and not that very well-owned. Heatwave wants to know KO
1: Weeks. Or who would you play out of KO Weeks or Dory? I mean, you play both this week because you you have a free crack. So uh, for anybody not or hasn't caught on yet, it's your best 13 scores that are taken. As long as you can play them all within your 17 and you don't have bloody six or seven reserves that you can't play, which is, it's not going to happen. You'll be able to play them both. And then obviously you'll just take the best score anyway. So happy days. Um, guys, that brings us to the end of 10 list Tuesday, tons of questions. Thank you everybody for getting involved in, in the chat. We always do our best to answer every single question every week. So cheers for getting stuck in. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. We'd really appreciate it. And lastly, if you are listening on Spotify, Apple, Google podcasts, leave us a review and follow the show. We would love it. Um, otherwise mate, thanks for hopping on as always. Always good to talk some, talk some super coach. Biggest, Biggest round of the year so far, I reckon. Yeah, um, so this will, be, this will have some
2: movers and shakers.
1: Absolutely, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. So let's hopefully see some green arrows. Hopefully, everybody else that's watching, plenty of green on board as well. I'm pretty sure. Are we still doing the Twitter Spaces again on Thursday afternoon? Yeah, um, I think we are. So
2: yeah, doing. Deal with doing the other content,
1: content creators out there are hopping on a Twitter space usually around 6, 6.30 on a Thursday pre-game. So if you want to make sure to follow us, first of all, on Twitter, SC underscore Brain and SC underscore Matrix. And um, hop in and ask us some questions on Thursday before lockout. Bit of a countdown show with some of the guys. Um, hopefully, Aman's going to hop on into the Twitter space this week. And uh, yeah. Adrianasaurus and a, and a few other really good content creators. So um, hop in and ask us some questions on Thursday if it's still on. But otherwise, guys, thanks for hopping on. Love your work. We will see you Sunday for the wrap-up for the week. Have a good week.
2: Cheerio.